Okay, hello. Today's daf is, is daf pei gimel in Erevin, daf pei gimel. Now, the Mishnah has uh, gave us the uh, shiur. We said, uh, how much do you have to make, uh, how much food has to be set aside for Erev Tchumen? We're talking about Erev Tchumen, when you set up a Erev so that you can go to another city uh, beyond 2,000 amas from your locality or from that, from, or from t- t- beyond 2,000 amas from your city. So we said it has to be enough meal, a meal, two meals, two meals for each person involved. That's what the Mishnah had said. Then we went into how much that is exactly. And uh, Rabbi Yochanan explained that it's, uh, it's a loaf of bread when a loaf goes for a pundion, when, uh, which is a very small amount of money, or, you know, like a dime or something, when a half of kav of bread, of flour, goes for a pundion. Um, that's the kind of loaf that we're speaking about. Rav Shimon says it's two loaves, but it's when there are three loaves that go to a cob. In other words, Rav Shimon gives a little different, a little bit of a different measure. They're not far apart, as the Gemara said at the end of yesterday's daf. Uh, but that's the shear that they gave. We're talking about a loaf of, of bread. Rabbi Yochumer again said we're talking about what's the shear? It's a shear of kikar lepunyan. It's a loaf for a punyan. He says it's two smaller loaves. That's Rav Shimon's opinion. But in any case. We're dealing with these loaves. Now we said uh, of this loaf of bread that we're talking about, uh, that is constitutes two me- uh, two meals that you have to set aside for each person for every person who is uh, partaking in this erev uh, tchumen. Right, that the, um, uh, the the Mishnah had said that um, you know this remeir and, and is, is that your your Shabbos meal or your everyday meal? Their makel that went through that whole thing, but the idea is is how much are we speaking about? So he says, uh, so they say that it's got to be uh, these loaves that we're speaking about, which constitute two, uh, uh, two meals. Now, this loaf that we say at the end of the mission, we said that loaf, a half of that loaf, right, which is, is what you need uh, to become Tomei. In other words, what does that mean? The amount of time that it takes to eat a half of that loaf when you're in a house which has, is lep- has leprosy in it, then, then your begotten become tummy because it says if you if you go into a house you become t- that that's uh, that has a leprous house you become tummy right away your clothes only became tummy so to speak when you eat there so what do you mean what does that have to do with eating it doesn't mean eating the amount of time that's necessary to eat how much a half of that loaf whatever your shear is however, however big you say Rabbi Yochanan broke and Rabbi Shimon argue with exactly the size of the loaf um, but that loaf that we're speaking about is a half of that loaf is what's necessary for your begotten, for your clothes to become tamay if you're uh, going to a leper's house. And a further half of that, meaning a quarter of that loaf, chatsi chatsia midrabon, and if you eat that, if you eat that in a state of, that uh, makes you tamay, if you, if you ate uh, uh, that amount uh, of food, which is tamay, minatora food cannot metame a person, but if you ate that, which is, what is the shears that we speaking about? We're talking about a quarter of the loaf or a half of the half loaf. Then your body is tummy from eating trum. If you're a Kohen, you can't eat trum. It's, it's Allah Hadrabbanam. That's what the Mishnah had said at the end of the Mishnah. We're dealing with the size. We're talking about the comparison, the comp- comparable size of the loaf. They both agree. Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Yochum, we talk about that the half of the loaf is, what's tum- is what makes you, your clothes tummy in a leprous house. And a quarter of the loaf is what ruins you, makes you, so to speak, tummy for eating truma mitarabonan. But they just, uh, they, are, they argue slightly, as we saw yesterday, what exactly is the size of that loaf. Now the Gemara and Pei Gimel, the top, of, the top of the Gemara says as follows, Tana, v'chatsi chetsi chetsi 
a half of a half of a half, meaning we're talking now about um, not a quarter, but an eighth. Really, it's a half of a half of a half. It's Latami Tumas Ochlin. It's what's Matami Tumas Ochlin. What does that mean? That any amount of food can become Tame, right? Um, if it was touched by other food. But, but in order to, uh, trans, to, to transfer the tumma, the food has to have what we always say a size of a kabetza, the size of an egg, right? And, the, and that's what we mean over here. The chatsi, chatsi, chatsia, an eighth of that loaf, whichever loaf we were dealing with, is approximately a beitza, size of a beitza, and that's what you need. If that's tameh, if, if you have a size of food, the size of kabetza, that can transmit tumma to other food. That's the, that's the deal of it. Not to be macabre to him. It could become tummy even if it's small, like a share of kazayas or whatever, but it's a trans, to transfer to him, it's got to be the size of a kibetz, the size of an egg. So why didn't mention it? <laughs> We're dealing with tumen over here, right? Uh, you have to have two loaves, etc. how big the loaves are. And this is, oh, by the way, these loaves, if you go into a, state, uh, into a leper's house, uh, half of that loaf, uh, and you stayed enough to, time to eat a half of a loaf, then your clothes are tame, and um, if you ate uh, a quarter of the loaf, you uh, and that loaf was tame, your body becomes tame in terms of eating truma. So there's another halacha, and an eighth of the loaf, a half of a half of a half, is can transfer to me. So why did not Mishnah mention that? If you're dealing with these different things that have nothing to do really with our issue of tume, and you're just mentioning, you talk about the loaves, you say, oh, by the way, a half a loaf has this rule, a quarter of a loaf has this rule, the eighth of a loaf has this rule. Why not mention the Mishnah? Because they're not exact measures. And in our Mishnah, we said, you have this loaf, whatever loaf you had, either according to Bielchan or according to Shimon, half of the loaf has this rule, quarter of the loaf has this rule. When it talks about the eighth loaf, it's not exactly an eighth of a loaf. That's why, because they're not exactly the same. Rashi points out over here, lo shavu shalai lo havi shir tumas ochen katsi shir psul gavia. It's not exact. Some it's not exact. Some say it's a little bit less. Sometimes it's a little bit more. In other words, it's not exactly the size of an egg. Where do we find that? The tanya. In other words, as we said, the, the Rashi, the first Rashi on the page, explained the difference according to Biyachem Baroka and according to Reb Shimon. That according to Reb Shimon. The, uh, the eighth would be an ex- a- actually an egg, exact size of an egg. And according to Yochanan, it's three quarters of an egg, the way they come out with their shiurim. But um, that's what it works out. That's what it works out. However, um, why didn't the Tana mention it? Because it's not exact. The Tanya Kamashir Chatsi Pras, Beis Beitzim Chaser Kemadivir Abura. says, What's the shear of a half of a half? In other words, what, what, what do you mean the half of the half? The half of the half is what we're dealing with, the last item in Mishnah to ruin the body, you know, to so make the body tomei drabanan from eating truma. What is that shear? So, kamashir chatsipras, beiz beizim chatsikram, it's two eggs, less a little bit. As we said, the final shear of an eighth of the loaf is, is, uh, is what's necessary to transmit truma. If that, if that eighth of a loaf which was the size of a kibetz, it could transmit tumah. But he says over here, so, so what's the shear above that? Above the, above the eighth, which is a quarter, it's two eggs. So you see that if an eighth would be approximately an egg, it's two eggs less a little bit, but it's not exact. That's his point. It's not exact. When we say, when we say over here it's an egg or it's three quarters, it's not exactly an egg. Because Rabbi Yudah says uh, that the shear, the previous shear, the last one mentioned in the mission, which was a quarter of the loaf, is two eggs less a little bit. So that means half of that wouldn't be exactly one egg. Rebbe Yosi Yomar base baits some chokes, large eggs. Shear Rebbe, and Rebbe said base baits some baod. And Rebbe, Rebbe uh, he, he measured it and he says 
It's actually two eggs plus a little bit. Two eggs plus. How much is owed? Echemias from Beo, one twentieth of an egg. In other words, the shear that the shear of a quarter of the loaf is not exactly two eggs. It's two eggs plus. And how much plus? Two eggs plus a twentieth of an egg. Vilagabi Tumas Ochlin. And how much do you need for Tumas Ochlin? How much is it for Tumas Ochlin that we said to transmit Tuma if the food was the size of a kibetz? It's not exactly. Tanya Rabnasan Rabdosa Amr Kabetz Shamru. It's, it's an egg with its shell. Without the, without the shell. But either way, it's an egg. It's a little, egg, a little, bit, a little bit less. But that is different than half of the previous year mentioned, right? If you, if you, say, it's based, if it, if you say the previous year, which was a quarter of the, of the um, loaf, is two eggs less a little bit, or two eggs plus, and this is also slightly different. This is really eggs, so it's not exact. So that's why the town of our mission didn't mention it. But it's approximately that. In other words, we come out like this: that a loaf of bread, right, is what is necessary for which is uh, the muslin of two meals, right? That's uh, that necessary for two meals. That's what we're talking about in terms of the tum shabbos, right? In terms of, of setting up the tum shabbos, you need um, this shear, right? You need that. Uh, you need a shear of a of a loaf. Where according to Yochan's rules, it's a loaf where a kikar, where a loaf is bought for a punjon when four sars sold for a sela, with their, all their fractions getting down to um, a punjon for a chatzikav. And Rabbi Shimon says it's a little bit more. Shteyotus lekikar, it's a little bit more. Uh, it's 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 two when it's it's two loaves when uh, and there are nine loaves in a um, uh, nine loaves in a uh, in a saw. Right, uh, where where it is is where the three loaves are for a kav, and they're not enough. So 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 you you come out with you come out with a, l- a little bit more. In other words, uh, in yesterday's daf we said Reb Shimon says there Reb Shimon says that there are nine meals in a kav, and uh, and uh, Reb Yochanan the broker really came out with eight. So it was a slightly different uh, a different amount. Fine, that's as far as the loaf goes there. But when we when we parcel it down and get down to an eighth of that. For Thomas Ochlin, it's not exactly, and therefore the Mishnah didn't mention it. These are the words of Yudin Rabbi Yossi, again, discussing how much uh, is the shear for uh, ruining the body if, he, if the body eats, if a person ate uh, food that's tummy. So they said, Rabbi Yossi Rabbi Yudin said, it's two eggs, uh, two large uh, eggs, two la- large eggs. It's like, Avacham say, it's one and a half big ones. Mancham Husacham, that's Rabbi Yochum Mabroka, as we explained before, because Rabbi Yochum Mabroka said, came out with the shear, because he started with the shear of six eggs. We're dealing here now with the size of the eggs. The shear of the loaf was six eggs, and the half a loaf would be three eggs, right? Uh, half a loaf would be three eggs, and half of that would be an egg and a half for the shear of ruining the body at the end of the Mishnah. The shear for Tumas Ochum would be three quarters of an egg, because that's half again of that. So then Pshita, who else would it be like? Says, no, Shochus Asim, and the Chiddush is that it's not just one and a half eggs, it's large ones. Kiyasra Avdim Rebim Kemer Etzrael, Omer Shiger Bunyus. Bunyus is the name of a guy sent Larebi. Mudya the Kundus. It's a uh, measure from that place. The Kundus was a place but that was similar to the shear of a saw that we mentioned, the Min Neusa. Men Kundus Min From that place, they had this Mudya, the Min Neusa, Meosa, from that place. Was called, it was called a, uh, a Mudya de Kundus from the place of Nusa. Vishir Rebbe Masan Vesheva 
and he measured that uh, he measured Rebbe measured that this um, saw this saw measured two hundred and seventeen eggs. Now the word beya in Aramaic in Hebrew it's beitza it's egg. I've said this many times in the Gemara it's called beya like beya so the kuscha we had before in Aramaic it's beya in Hebrew it's beitza. In the yeshivish world in America, we always use lashon. We never said beitza because it could be, you know, it refers to uh, testicles also. So, like lashon akiyas, we always talk about. And when you are on my egg, you mention beya. In Eretz Yisrael, I think it's my uh, understanding. And we always use the word beitza because since we speak Hebrew over here, <laughs> you know, we talk about beitza. When you go to the store, you want eggs. You say you want it. You, you're not embarrassed to say I want eggs because eggs mean eggs. So it's mujah. Either way is okay. Beya bayan is Aramaic and beitza is Hebrew. In any case. He said it's 217. Now, 217 eggs. How'd you get 217 eggs? That's the question. He measured it. Reb, Rebbe mentioned, measured, and he says it's 217 eggs. What saw are we speaking about? Let's first understand the saw. The saw was a large measure. It was a large measure. Not the largest of measures, but it's a, it's, it's a, it's a pretty big measure. It's about 144 eggs normally, right? But there were different measures that were used. There was the, used in the, in the midbar, the original, the original measures. There was 144 eggs. The Yerushalmi ones, when they came to Eretz Yisrael, they expanded that by 20%, by 20%, 20% bigger. And then in Sipori, they extended by 20% even more. So the question is, when Rebbe measured this saw, and he said, I got 217 eggs over here, so what is he what is he speaking about? That's the Gemara says. Saw the If we're talking about the original saw that was used in the midbar before they came to Eretz Yisrael, kufam dalavid. That's that's 144 eggs because uh, saw has uh, six kav. Every kav has 24 eggs. Six uh, six times 24 is 144. Idu as if they were the ones that were made 20 percent bigger. That's called a six from the outside, bruto out of the outside, including the new amount or the way we would understand it simply is 20% more, that's Kufai and Gimelave. It's 173. It's not exact, but it's approximately 173. In other words, the, uh, if, you t- if you take a measure and you say, okay, this saw is 144 eggs. Now we're going to expand the measure, and it's gonna be, we're going to expand it by 20%. Now it'll contain 173 eggs. The Tziparis, if it's the one that Tziparis was expanded even more, that's another 20% over above the Ushamis. Then it's Re Zainavi, it's 207. In other words, 173 is 20% more than 144. It's approximate, it's not exact, but it's approximate. And 207 is 20% more than 173. So which one, how did he get 217? So it's really the latter ones. But I see chalsa. Uh, you take the chal that was given from them. You take the chal, he added on. When he measured it, he said, added on the chal that he had taken off. And then he added it on to that. And he said, okay, it comes out to 217. So the Gemara says, that doesn't work out. Because the challah, as we mentioned yesterday, how big Mishir Chal is, it's, it, that's, uh, the challah is not that large of an amount. Rashi says over here, Rashi, right where the lines get wide, is H, because it's 124th. When you separate challah, not for commercial purposes, let's say for your house, your family, you, uh, uh, usually women do this when they need, when they need the dough, it's 124th. Uh, 124th, so 124th uh, does not reach the difference between 207 and 217. It's not 10, 
right? One, and he figures out, Rashi shows, if he had 192, it wasn't exact, right? Because uh, it's still only about eight. It's roughly eight, it's not 10. So it's still less. In other words, even if you used these later, the later measure, which was larger, the measure of Siporus, which comes out to 207 eggs, and you added on the chal also, that's 207 and eight, which reaches 215. Approximately, it's not 217. Ah, remember Rebbe said before that how much is the shear? It's not simply, remember the, the, eight, the, eight, the um, quarter of a loaf was how much was two eggs plus, right? <clears throat> remember we said shear Rebbe before when, at the top of the page or near the top of the page, we said shear Rebbe base base and oh, and how much is more? Plus a 20th of an egg. So you add that on top of it. So you have like, now you're going to come out with too much. So, and Rashi has different gears. Rashi is in one shot over here, says maybe you take off the challah and add on the larger measure that he's, that he's speaking about, a much larger measure. But either way, it comes out that you're too much. Just keep the lobby. In other words, it's more than 217, but since it's not a full egg, it's not 218, so he counts it as 217. So he comes out, that's how you measured this saw of 217. It's really 207 eggs plus the challah, plus a little bit more, because he measured, his measure wasn't exactly an egg, his measure was that the, that the quarter of a, of a loaf was two eggs plus. So Yushalmis is Yisrael Midbar Shtus. As we said, the Yushalmis was added on to the Midbar's, those measures were a sixth more. Again, when we say sixth more, we mean from the outside. That means if you look at the total amount, at the total amount, let's say, uh, it, uh, at the original amount was 144, and this is 173, so out of the 173, you, you deduct a sixth of that, and you come out with the 144. Uh, but it's really, in our simple language of adding, you say you add 20% to the original amount. That's a sixth more or 20% more. Now here's the difficult. So he says it comes out, we just talked about generally the measure, it comes out that the Siporus was a third more than the Midbarios. In other words, the, the last measure, three different measures, Midbarios, Yushalmios, and Siporos, and the Siporos was a third more than the Midbarios. Now, what do you mean? Shlishtaman, third of what? Elam Shlishtamos, if you need a third of the Midbarios, how much is that? A third of the original one, 144. And as the original saw of the Midbarios was 144 eggs, a third of that was 48. Well, 48, Vilu Odfa, Shisamithlas, here we're saying that 207, 207, how much is that greater than, than the 144? That's 63 greater, right? 63 greater. So how can you say that the later measure is a third more? What do you mean? A third of what? A third of the original one? A third of the original one is only 48. So and this is 63. Maybe means a third of the middle measure. A third of the middle measure, which was 173. How much is that? Shlishti kamave. That's 58, Nechit plus, or 57 and two-thirds. That's also not the same. We're saying, we said that the amount that the late last measure, the third measure, was greater than the first one is greater than a third. Well, we know it's 63 because it's, we're, you know, 144 from 207 to 63. And you're saying, and it's a third more. But it's a third more of what? If it's a third more than the, a third of the Midbars, that's only 58. Bella de Tsipori, maybe it's a third of the Tsipori itself, the later one. Shusti to Kamavi, Shiv Nechichot, it's 69. 70 less 1 is 69. And that's via, so it's 69. A third of the last measure of 207 is, is uh, 69. And that's, and the difference between that and the original measure is only 63. Vilo Otva Samach Gimel. 
So how do you say that the last measure, the third measure, is a third more than the original measure? The Sov Tzipori, the 207 egg measure, Yeser Medvaros, is more than the original measure, Karov Lishlish Shalah, is close to a third of it, right? Right? Is close to a third of it. What does it mean, Karov Lishlish Shalah? Rashi, near the bottom of the page, right? Rashi in the bottom page, um, says Karov Lishlish Didah, the Shlish Didah is Samachtes, a third of the of the Siporus, the last measure is 69, okay? And how much is it greater than the original measure of 144? The 207 is greater than 144 by 63. So it's close to that. It's close to that. In other words, it's not 63. It's 60, a third of that is 69. So when you say, you said uh, uh, it comes out that, um, uh, that the, uh, the later measure, the last measure is greater than the original one by about a third. A third is how much? 69. So it says it's close. It's close to that, close to 63. Uh, right? Uh, and again, its third is Karav Lamach Tzedemaris, is close to half of the Midbaris. Midbaris one we said is how much? Is 173. Half of that is how much? Half of 170. Is Karav Lamach Tzedemaris to 72. Midbaris, I'm sorry. Is as close to um, not the middle one, but the uh, the third of that, which is 69, is close to half of the midbaris one. The midbaris one, the first one is 144. Half of 144 is 72. So the 60, uh, 63, right, or 69 rather, 69, a third of the latter one is close to half of the middle uh, of the original one. Okay. A third of 207, which is 69, is close to a half of, of the original one, of 144, which is 72. Okay, 69 is close to 72. Fine, that's what you want to say, but Moscow Rabina, Midi Karv, Karv, then it says it's close. It doesn't say Karv, it says, it says, you know what? It says that the Yushalmi one is, a, is 20% more than the Midbari one, and the Tsiparis one is 20% more than that. And it comes out, he says that the Tsiparis one is more than the original one, the Bibaris one, by a third. What are you telling me? Close. It didn't say close. It says it's over by a third. Elam Ravina Tsipori, the a third of the Tsipori one, Bavodia Shell Rebbe, if you add that and you compute it with the extra ones that Rebbe, remember Rebbe said it's a little bit larger than an egg, Yesera Machsashimbaris is more than half of the Baris by a Shlish Baitsaw. And how does that work out? The last line of the page in Rashi. Right, it says like this that Bavodus the Rebbe, Kimisharis la Bavodus the Rebbe, if you figure out with the extra parts, the Ashkapa Rebbe, the Sheer Ba, Mosa the Shivsar, that he came out to what? Rebbe said that if it's not 207, it's 217. Remember, he said that the saw that he measured was close to, was about 217. So when you figure it that way, 217, how much is a third of the 217? If you take, uh, if you figure a third of 217, that's how much? That's 72, right? Vishlish beitza, it's 72 really in a third. So it's, so it's, it's 72 and a third eggs. Vishera al machza, the midbaris, and that's more than half of the midbaris one. The midbaris one's 144, half of that is 72. Shlish beitza, the machza midbaris, ayin bay. So he says this, this is what it, this is what it comes out. Again, let's see the Gemara inside Elam Ravina. Hachagam, nimza shlish al tzipore, bevaotis the if you figure out a third of a tzipore, but if you figure it out the way Rebbe figured it out, that he added on a little bit, either because of the challah or because the egg was a little bit bigger, he added on, he, he computed the tzipore one to be 217, 
So the 217, a third of 217 is more than half of the Midbaris one by a third of an egg. Because half of the Midbaris one is 72 eggs. Midbaris is 144, half of that is 72. And a third of 217 is, is 72 and a third. So it's, one, it's a third of an egg more. That, those numbers are very close. That's really one. It, that's almost like the same. I mean, a, a third of 217 is almost exactly half of 144. It's only a difference of a third of an egg, and that's very, very close. All right, that's what he means. It's only more than that. That's He said that nimtsus, what we said before, nimtsus shlitzibaris, he said midbaris, shlish. In other words, he said that the, that a, the, uh, he said, what was the Lushan there? He said, nimtsus, let's look back at the Gemara, the original Gemara. Um, he says, nimtsus shlitzibaris, yisera al midbaris, that tzipaurus is more than midbaris by a shlish. So what does he mean by a shlish? He means a third of the tzipaurus is greater than half of midbaris by a third of an egg. So it could very well be that when he says now a third, he means a third of an egg, not a third of the... It is, it is true that we're dealing with a third of the 217, right? Versus half of the original, uh, uh, the original saw in the midbar of 100, uh, half 144, but it's more than that by a third of an egg, right? So that's what it means. That's what it means. V'shlish to base, that's what it means. to do, ayin beis, v'shlish beitza, v'yesero machzim midbar, v'shlish beitza, the machzim beitza. So that's what it means to say that it's a third. So the third could be going on either one. You're going on a third of the 217, and it's also a third of an egg. Tanar Ban Reishav, the puzzle says, Reishav says in the beginning of your, of your dough, Kedair Isa Sechem, enough for your dough. What is that? Enough that you make a meal. How much is that? The Kama Isa Sechem, Kedair Isa Smidbar. As much as the dough they have the Midbar. The Kama Isa Smidbar, the Puzzle says, Omer Asiris Aifahu. That's the measure like of a meal. The Omer is Asiris Aifah, is a tenth of an Aifah. Rashi explains that an eifa had three saw, right? That an eifa had three saw. Uh, so, so, so therefore, asirisa eifa, right? A third of that. How much is that? How much is that? Rashi explains the top Rashi and further down in Rashi, look as Rashi says in the fourth line, asirisa So, if the eifa was three saw, and the omer was a tenth of an eifa, because an eifa was three saw, so it's a tenth of three saw. Which is eighteen kav or log, which is the same shein ayin beis logan. In other words, 18, 18 kav rather is is the equivalent of seventy two log, which is also the equivalent of seventy two quarter quarter kavs rova kav. Right, eighteen times four is seventy two. So there's four kav. There's uh, there's four quarter kavs for every kav, and a, and a quarter kav is the same as a log. So it comes out that uh, a tenth of that is a seven log. Plus uh, seven and a seven and a fifth log, seven point two logs. That's what's mikan amru zayin revoim kemach seven quarter kavs, which is the same as seven log of kemach ba'od plus twenty percent more seven and a fifth chayavas b'chala. That's the matir chayav and chala because we said an omer is a, that's a, is the shear that we're dealing with. That's with a meal in the midbar. That's what Hashem said is the dough that you're chayav to uh, uh, you know to uh, give to take chala from. And how much is that? It's a tenth of an eifa, which works out to be 7.2 or 7 and a fifth um, quarter calves or 7.2 loaves, which is the same thing. 
But Shane, how much is that? Shane Vav Yushamius. Now we're going back to Yushamius. Remember, the Yushamius were larger than the ones in the in the uh, midbar. How much larger? Twenty percent more. And if you figure out seven point two, which was the midbar ones, the equivalent Yushamius, which Yushamius are larger measures, is six exactly. In other words, if you take six and you expand that to uh, 20% more, you get 7.2. So the same way, if you have 7.2 Midbari ones, that would work out to six Rishamans, which is Shein hates the Sipor, which is five in Sipori. There you see it very simply. Uh, the Sipori ones were 20% larger than your Rishami ones. So therefore, uh, uh, five Sipori would be equal to six Yerushalmi ones. Mikan Amru, from here you see that, uh, from here you learn, they said that Ocho Kamidazu, if you eat this sheer, this amount of um, of the Sira uh, Saifa, which is, like we said, five, uh, five Tsipore um, uh, uh, logs, Hareza Bari, that's, that's a good sign, that's a sign of health. Hareza Bari, you eat exactly what a, what a normal person eat. Umavaruch, and you're blessed. Yes, I can, if you ate too much rafs and you're a glutton, that's eating too much, you're stuffing yourself. If it's worse, if, you're eating, if you can only eat less than that, then you're like a sickly person. Uh, Rashi, right? And you're know, like a sickly person. Pasuk says, Rashi says, "Sheedu uh, Risham Right? So uh, you don't eat too much. Risham is always missing something, right? But if you eat, if you eat this sheer, that's a sign of health, and that you're blessed. If you eat too much, you're a glutton. If you eat less than that, something's wrong with your. Uh, you got some stomach problems. Okay. Back to the issue of the issues of um, the chutzer, and this is we're really going back here, really to Eru Chatseros. Uh, we started with the Tchumen, but as we said, the Masechti goes back and forth. Says the Mishnah. We're looking now at the illustration book, 274, page 92. Uh, 274. You have people in, living in a Chatzar and people in a Merpeset. The Merpeset has a little ladder or a staircase going up to the Merpeset. And they each made their own Erev, but they didn't make a common Erev together. Well, we have a little bit of problem. They didn't make an Erev together. They made it their own air, but they didn't make an air together. So, if there's anything in the chutzah which is ten fachim high, in the picture in two seventy four, you see like a little block there which is ten fachim high, or a uh, pit which, with the embankment, you took the dirt out of that, also reaches ten fachim high. So it goes limer pesed because there for them it's easier to use that. For the people in the chutzah, it's harder to use because it's ten fachim high for them. For the merpesed people, it's very close to their merpesed. And it's with you know very close, and it's not. It's very easy for them to use. It's not ten tefachim below their level, so it goes to them. They made an erev, and they have usage of there. They can put stuff on and take stuff off. Okay, um, so Now, if it's not ten tefachim high, let's say in uh, number two seventy four, it's not ten tefachim high. So the block is not ten tefachim high, or the pit with the bank is not ten tefachim high, then. He says lechatzer. Rashi explains that to mean it goes to. We'll see it in the Gemara. It means it goes to both of them, and therefore, and as they both have equal use of it, and since they both have equal use, and they answer upon one another because they didn't make a common of nobody gets to use it, right? Because they both have tashmish to it, and um, and it's not within uh, ten tefachim of either one. Pachas mikan. Rashi says over here. What does it mean pachas uh, mikan? Let's see. If there's Rashi here. Uh, he's give, first gives you the girsa. Uh, oh, for, for, Rashi also points out that the ladder 
is lakula, meaning the ladder doesn't is not what prevents him because the ladder both is a doorway and it's also going to serve as a mechitza, whichever is lakula. So the ladder is not a hindrance over here. The ladder is simply a way for the people downstairs, for live upstairs, to get upstairs. But in terms of the usage over here, we'll see pachas mikan. In other words, if it's ten fachem high, then it goes from best. If it's less than ten fachem high, then they both have equal access to it. And since they didn't make a common Arab, they each asser on the other and nobody could use it. Similarly, chulia sabor, if you had a bore in there uh, with the uh, embankment, you took the dirt out of the bore and you put it on the sides there, that also constituted an area of asel, or there was a stone if it's less than that, it goes to the chatzor, again, meaning they both have equal use of it, and therefore nobody gets to use it. That's only if it's nearby the merpeset that the merpeset gets to use it in the first case where it's high. If it's far, if it's a distance removed from that, it goes to the chatzor. Again, it means to the chatzor as well. The chatzor means that we are also to the chatzor, and therefore nobody can use it. What is considered close by? If it's not four tfachim removed from the merpeset, then it's considered uh, close to the merpeset. So the Gemara says like this. Now we're going to compare the cases here with the Merpeset to other cases we've learned before. Pshita lezeba Pesach, lezeba Pesach. If they both have equal, take a look at 275 now. A little bit hard to see the picture, but in the picture I thought it's a difficult uh, diagram. They, there's two Merpesets that are abutting one another, and there's a wall in between, it's less than 10 fachim high, and on top there is an area four by four. So we said before, that's like a chalon, like a window between two chatzeros, and what's the halach over there? Rashi says, We learned before, they can either, either one, they can make a common Erev, or they can each make two separate Erevs. But if they didn't make a common Erev, right, they're both also if there's an area four above. If you look back in your picture, in the illustration book, we had uh, last week, we talked about, last week, or the week before, uh, we talked about the... Um, uh, picture number uh, 247, where there was a basket of fruits on top of the wall. If the wall was four by four, the top of the wall was four by four, it was ten fachim high, each guy could go up onto the roof, and that's a separate area, and eat up there, but they can't take anything up to the roof or below the roof, because it's considered a separate area. You have three separate areas. You have each chutzner on each side, that's one, they each has a Rosh Hashiach, and then you have the wall, which is three, which is, which is its own Rosh Hashiach. So if they didn't make an Erev together there, that's a problem. If if the uh, wall was not four by four on top, then it's a makam tour, and they can each put stuff up there and take stuff down, right? So that's what Rashi goes on to say that too. But it's just But if it's four by four, it's usher. Okay. Now, and Rashi points out that explains here from the beginning that if it's above ten fachim, like you have to use it by throwing or lowering it down. Uh, if you lower it, if it's in a ditch, uh, lowering it means ten fachim deep. Uh, and if it's less than that in either case, then you could just use it, uh, it's, it's called ease of use. So again, back in the Gemara, if they made a common air, they could use it, they could use it. If they didn't make a common air, they cannot. So, let's say, uh, each one would have to throw, look at now at 276, where the wall is 10 fachem high, so to use it would be difficult. That's, so that's the same as, that's like a wall between two chatzeres, and it's difficult to use. 
right? And they have kosher with shusi ben beiris with kosher mishtashmish shdan lezegavo yudo zegavo asar ve'emi cholnish tamish ela bezrika. So again, there the rule is kosher with shusi ben shterushes rashes with kosher tashmish shdan lezegavo asar ve'emi cholnish tamish ela bezrika. Halavay bolik dahan kosher. That's like the rule of a wall between two chaseres. Visur visur meforish permission. Tani vlad shali yaridu lemata. That's like we said before with the fruits. You can't take anything down. So that's that's like a wall between two between two. Um, uh, between two chatzay uh, road, that's really the case of um, two forty-seven. That's like the case of two forty-seven. The case of the window was a previous picture, I think. But uh, any case, the case of the wall between two is two forty-seven. Let's say lezebesholshul Let's say each one can lower it down. Meaning, uh, there's no picture on that one, but the idea is there's a there's a ditch between them, and it's ten tefachim deep and four wide. also. Difficult usage, they can't carry in there. Let's say for one, there's an opening. It's easier to pass through in one bezrika, meaning for one, it's ten fachim deep, and one for it's 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 more than ten fachim. That's the case of Rabba Rav Huna Rav Nachman. Rashi says that six lines from the bottom of the page, no, no, so you give it to the one who it's within ten fachim. Shovel arts doesn't mean exactly equal level, but it means it's closer, it's within ten fachim to them. Let's say for one, it's uh, it's with an opening and one with lowering it down, lowering down meaning ten fachim. That's what Rav Shisbi said also. Rav Shisbi said the same idea that you give it to the one who we just passed through. It's less than ten fachim. Right? The Hainu Rav Shisbi, Rav Nachman that we had before. What about Lezeb B'Shoshul Now we're looking at 277. It's a little bit hard to see, but it means this. There is a wall or a mound in between. And the upper one, the upper chutzur, the one in the far, in the distance, in two seventy-seven, for him he's got to lower it down to use that wall. It's it, for him. It's, it's he's he's a ten fachim above that wall, and the lower guy is ten fachim below the wall. So they each have difficulty in using it. However, how do you look at it? My, do you say well, it's easier to lower something down than to throw something up, or do you say they both have difficulty? So Rav says Rav says Shnei and Asur, they both can't use it. Typical Mishmul says No because it's easier to lower something down than to raise something up. For wherever you have uh, an issue where one person can use it more conveniently and one with more difficulty, you give it to that person. Tanan. Anshechatz, what are our Mishnah? Our Mishnah says Anshechatz or Anshem Merpeset. Sheshachav Eloiver. They didn't make an Erev together. They made it of each separately. Koshik Vasar Tfachim Lemerpeset. Anything, as we said in two seventy four, if you have something above ten Tfachim and it's close by the Merpeset, Merpeset gets to use it. Pachus Mikan. If it's less than that, Lechatzer. Kasal Kedai Techmai Merpeset. We're assuming now also Lechatzer means that the lower guy gets to use it. A little bit difficult, but anyway, Kasal Kedai Techmai Merpeset. Benayel, we assume over here. We're assuming now picture two seventy eight. Right, we're assuming now picture two seventy eight, meaning that um, it's really uh, right. We mean the merpeset. We don't mean people actually on the merpeset. We mean people living that have access to their house through the merpeset, but they're really living above in a window. And how are they using it? My carlepeset, the kasalgmas. They go up to their house in the merpeset. We said you have, our mission says you, have, you give you give the use to the people who live upstairs. So if people live upstairs, they have use of the of the ten fachim high you know block or whatever uh, by lowering it down. And the other people, it's ten fachim high for them. So what do you see over here? Uh, Rav said they're both us. Shmuel said you give it to the Zal B'Shoshol. The mission is a proof to Shmuel. 
that you give it to the person on the upper level, that's what Amisha said, not the person on the lower level. Because we're assuming now they're not using it from the repressor, but they're using it by lowering it down. Right? Alma calls El Bishel Shazel Bishel Shazel Shazel like Shmuel. The answer is no. Kanamar Afun, like Afun is going to say, Losam Adar Mbesa. We don't mean the people who live above the Merpeset, they have access to their house through the Merpeset. We mean the people who live on the Merpeset itself. Hachanami Losam, right? So, like Ravuna says it later on, Hachanami, here we may also mean Losam Adar Merpeset. We're speaking about the Merpeset. In other words, we're not looking at 278, rather, that's not, the, that's not the correct way to look at the Mishnah. We're looking at 274 that we started with, that people from the Merpeset itself were very close to the 10th Fachim High Mound. Or block. Losan Adarma Peset. Yahi aim a safer, the safer says Pachas Mikam Chatzer. If it's less than ten Pachim goes to Chatzer, am I? Lazeva Pesel, Lazeva Pesachu. They both have equal access to it. He gives my Lachatzer, Aflachatzer. He doesn't mean you give it only to the people of Chatzer. As I explained in the mission, it means to the people in the Chatzer as well as to the people in the Merpeset. Ushneim Asurin, and they both can't use it because they both have equal access. It's, it's equal access to both of them. They didn't have an error between them, they didn't have a common error. It's like that way. That's only when it's near the merpesa. But if it's far away, I feel it goes away to the chutzur. What do you mean? My lechutzur can't be lechutzur itself. It's mutter. Amai rishusa tevayu. It's rishusa both of them. It's ten fachim high, and it's the rishusa is equal to uh, both of them. In other words, it's a separate shus when you from look from the merpesa. It's a separate shus, and it's a separate shus when you look at the uh, from the chutzur. That's what it means in the mission. In other words, we understand the mission as in 274 and not as in 278. All right, we'll pick up from here next time. Have a good day, everybody.